0: It was all a pipe dream, watching bodyboarding up on TV Deep at Reef, watching tension repeats, eating bakery feeds at 18 Living the dream with no sunscreen, yeah we were so keen Surfing Aussie pipe, buying tide, eating shit pies, maybe get right. high
1: Welcome ladies and gents to the Rip Riptide Bodyboarding Podcast, the home of bodyboarding This is our first ever podcast and I'm your host Luke O'Connor Today's guest is none other than Nelson's Bay's finest, Tiny Sams. How you doing, brother?
0: Good, man. How are you?
1: Yeah, dude. Pretty good, eh? Pretty good. Just um, finished a long working week, cracked open a green coopers, and and here we are. Yeah, nice. That's the way. What what about you, man? How how was your week?
0: Yeah, not too bad. I've just been working as well on the grind all week, but I've got to work tomorrow too, so not over yet.
1: It Never stops. So I'm the same. I've got to put in a Saturday. Also, I think uh, Sunday is the only Sabbath day I, I get these days.
0: Yeah, dude, that's about it. Eh? But gotta pay those bills.
1: Gotta pay those bills, man. Body body doesn't pay those bills.
0: <laughs> nah,
1: dude, that's it. <laughs> not anymore. Hey, yeah, definitely not anymore, man. Talking um, talking about Boogan, We've got a sniff and whiff of a new clip coming out uh, on behalf of. Uh, yourself um, and just wanted to kind of find out what's going on and what the inspiration was and and where it's all going and how it's coming along
0: yeah for sure so yeah at the moment it's kind of just like uh gathering footage of all the boys from uh pretty much up in port stevens and like the locals of boxy and stuff who surfed there for years and some of the groms that are coming up and stuff as well at the moment like i haven't really been around the scene for the last ten or eight years kind of deal. Um, Yeah, I haven't really surfed at all in the last sort of eight years, but, um, like, a lot of the boys have uh, come back and moved back to Nelson Bay and getting back in the water, so we thought we'd just, like, pretty much everyone has a camera these days, so the boys have a bit of footage already, and um, we're just kind of stockpiling it, and, yeah, going to eventually put together a little video, and I've been elected to uh, edit it. So, yeah, it's going to be a bit of a process, but in the end, hopefully we'll have something to show everybody, and it uh, should be pretty cool.
1: When you uh, when you say elected, was that a personal hand-up, or was that more of a kind of the tribe has spoken sort of vibe?
0: Oh, well, we were, like, when we were talking about it originally, probably like, probably like two months ago now, where it sort of started kicking off, I guess, um... Yeah, we just had a bit of, well, the boys had a bit of footage already, and I was like, I'm heaps keen to, uh, you know, film, and, like, I'll make a clip if you guys want me to edit it. And then, um, yeah, like, I kind of put my hand up for it, but there was also, I think Dal was definitely keen to do it, but he's got a bit of, like, oh, a lot on his plate, you know, kids and job and everything else. Um, So, yeah, I was kind of like, yeah, I'm sort of free, and, like, I like to edit stuff, so I'll give it a crack. But yeah, I guess that's sort of how it came about.
1: And um, that's not the well. This this won't be the first edit that you that you've produced, I, I know you you're well into the the skating world. You you produced a is a half an hour flick.
0: Uh yeah, pretty close. It was like twenty eight minutes or something. Like epic. Yeah, I'd like to call it a full length.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. Well, especially at this day and age with Instagram producing. 30-second clips that people swipe past anyway, I think 28, 29 minutes is is pretty legit.
0: Oh, definitely, man. I was, yeah, super proud of it. And, like, all our like my friends and stuff who were in it, you know, they put in, so, like, so much hard work for it and stuff, which is awesome in the end. Like, you know, the end result and everyone gets to watch it. And when they're stoked on it, you're stoked on it. So, yeah, it makes it worth it in the end.
1: So that was probably in that period of um the eight to nine years hiatus from from the from the boog world hey you you moved up to newy and and found a new passion up there
0: yeah kind of like um i was always into skating like all of our friends have always been into skating actually and like a lot of the like guys that boog boxy all the time are actually like really good skaters um so, yeah, we all grew up skating and, like, surfing as well, but, um, yeah, I, when I moved to Newcastle, I pretty much especially got into skating. I didn't have, like, a license or a car, so made it super hard to, like, get to the beach and stuff. Even though Nui's pretty small, like, when you live in town, it's still, like, a fucking 25-minute walk from, like, Cooks Hill down to Nui Beach and shit, and, yeah, it's just a bit of a stretch, hey.
1: It's a pretty large, expansive um, pump and joint. You know, it seems to be really coming along, a lot of new infrastructure. It's um, one of those places, much like, you'd say, Wollongong or um, further down south, there's there's some places, I guess, it'd be the equivalent up north of, you know, a, a populated zone that's kind of skyrocketing. Have, have you felt that in the last couple of years, living up that way?
0: Oh, definitely, man. <clears throat> Pardon me. The last, um, I, oh, pretty much since COVID, hey, everything's been getting really like you know expensive everywhere but um a lot of people have moved to newcastle in the last sort of three years as well i feel because like you know the rent market and stuff has just gotten crazy everywhere and um people find it cheaper to like live in newey i guess than sydney and stuff like that when they're working from home and like all that sort of stuff so yeah it's been crazy here because like everywhere you look there's just a big fucking strata complex going up like every corner so it's kind of like all these nice old, oh, they're not really that nice, but all the really old buildings and stuff that used to be around Newcastle, which is like, you know, what it's known for pretty much. And then fucking, yeah, they're all just getting taken down and putting on skyrises and, yeah, people are filling them up. So it's definitely booming. Like Steel city love, like, mate. Steel yeah, city love. That's it.
1: How's, um, I even noticed, not to, to digress too much, but I even noticed, um, uh, you guys have got your own Steel City beer getting repped out there now, Matt. Have you been, you've been punching a couple of them or you've been, you've been off the source for a bit?
0: Yeah, dude, there's a, there's a Steel City beer company, hey, I'm, I'm not too sure, like, what the go is with it, hey, I've, I haven't actually tried it, um, but I think, like, Craig Anderson or something has something to do with it. Um, yeah, I'm pretty a bunch sure. Of, yeah other like the oh, new, uh, newie celebs kind of have a deal with it so
1: yeah yeah would you um would you call garth mcgregor a steel city celeb
0: <laughs> well i guess you'd have to call him a steel city celeb wouldn't you like everybody knows who garth mcgregor is um, oh
1: man 100 he, percent. he'd definitely be up in in my books as um you know, one of the the largest and funniest characters come out of there. He was recently down in Sydney for a fundraiser we did for Jason Palmer, um, a fellow in the Canola Bodyboarding Community who's suffering from Huntington's disease, and he came down for the fundraiser. Man, and the reason I cottoned on to Still City is because he was wearing a shirt, and at the oh, time,
0: true.
1: yeah, at the it's... time I was thinking, is he just repping Newcastle and like you know the. The the whole kind of drive around that, or is he is he actually <laughs> he like repping a, a brand or or is, or is this something? And then when I found out it was a it was a beer company I was like that is one of the best name beer companies I have ever yeah. heard.
0: Especially when it's brewed in New Year.
1: <laughs> yeah, mate. Some good things come out of there. The Johns brothers, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah nice.
0: great great stuff coming out of New
1: Yeah, Morgan Siblik, mate, big Grom yeah. just tackling the WSL. Mm-hmm. Um so, what's the what's the name of this um, boo flick you're, you're working on?
0: Uh, so I think we've like settled on calling it Family Room, um, yeah, which is pretty much like you know everyone's getting older and uh, you know Palmer and Dallas have kids and Woody's having a kid. Um, That's Mitch Woodland. Yeah, Mitch Woodland. Yeah.
1: Sick, so, sick.
0: Yeah, it's um you know moving on in life and. Uh, yeah, open it up. The I film. can
1: only, yeah, I can only imagine the, uh, the 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 graphics or the front cover you're going to have on that on that um, DVD or that movie. I guess DVD. How out outdated is that? It's probably not going to be a DVD, but <laughs> you know what I mean. The artwork that'll accompany with it. I'm pretty keen to see it.
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, um, <clears throat> like the, or oh, I think Dal is really trying to. Um, maybe write up, like, some little skits for it or something and hopefully get everyone to, like, I don't know, um, act a little bit in, like, a skit or something for it. But at the moment, he's kind of taken on, like, the artistic direction with... I guess he's editing a bunch of um, animations because he's really good at animating stuff. Um, Really? Yeah, yeah. he's, um, He's done heaps of, like... I'm not too sure what he actually does for a job now, but... Um yeah, he was like really into animating and doing that for work for a while, I think.
1: That's epic. He's always been quite a creative cat. I d I don't know him personally but I've seen some of his his work and um he's he's also quite a good a good writer, isn't he?
0: Yeah, dude, he definitely is a, He's a talented dude.
1: Like Yeah, especially on the boog. Jeez oh, Louise. Of course. As I was growing up, I'm I'm 32 now. As I was growing up, he was in in all the major movies, and still to this day, like some of the stuff that I've come, seen come out of um, the Bay recently through Wedge uh, former that that epic um, a half yeah. that, that went up the other day, like some oh, of I the Oh, did
0: yeah. Ryan has some amazing references. stuff, man.
1: Yeah, so cool to see. And that's what probably really pricked our, our ears um, up in, in regards to this flick because yeah, hell yeah. boxy is such a perfect yeah. way for bodyboarding. Like, it's just a solid wedge into, you know, flat-bottom sand. Yeah. Um, it's super punchy. I think off-air we were discussing how deep it is out the back and how much energy you can just push it up into that little corner shoe beach and, and reverberate off each wall. Like, it's, it's hectic. Yeah, man.
0: People underestimated, hey.
1: Yeah, for sure. I was I was only saying to you two again off air that I've only had the pleasure of surfing it twice and both times I was kinda blown away by how raw it feels for a beach break.
0: Oh yeah, man. Some days like out there it's just it catches these banks and it just grinds and it almost feels like a reef in some points, like it just gets really, really good. I haven't had the pleasure of surfing it like that for so many years now, but hopefully one day in the future.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. And, um, you were only saying before that you'd recently got your license back. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
0: Yeah, dude. So, um, <clears throat> I haven't been, I haven't been able to drive for like, oh, pretty much since I was like 20. So yeah, I'm nearly 29. So like the last, yeah, eight years, especially I haven't really had a car or a license, um, I was diagnosed with epilepsy when I was 19, and yeah, I just sort of started having seizures out of the blue, and um, when you have a seizure, or in my case, when I had a seizure, they would suspend my license for a year, Um, so yeah, I had to go for a year without having a seizure, and then I had a stint probably in like 2000 and... I don't remember the year now, but I, I ended up going a year without a seizure, and I bought a car straight away, and then like two weeks later, I had a seizure, and I had to fucking sell the car, and like, yeah, I was heaps off it, so I kind of just rode a skateboard around everywhere for the last like eight years, and that's been my like main mode of transportation to get around with.
1: God, you'd be fighting fit, man, if that was your mode,
0: You made. <laughs> I want to think so, and then I fucking paddle out boxy, and I can't even breathe, man, it's crazy. Um, yeah, a bit leg, different sort of fitness. Leg fitness, yeah, is so different. Like, upper For body's sure, been getting man. lazy, man. It's
1: even like uh, switching from surfing to bodyboarding and bodyboarding to surfing. Like, you think it's all water sports, but it's so upper body or lower body or... Yeah. maybe a bit more core because you're constantly, like, in that arch position where yeah. stand-up can be kind of more focused on your hips and your, your legs. So, it's... Yeah, it's a, it's a whole range, man. I'm even plan on going to snow in a couple of weeks and i've even you know at the ripe age of 32 started to try and work on some leg exercises just to get myself prepared because of covid i haven't been down the last couple of years and i know yeah, that dude. i want to enjoy the time so much if i don't do those little things in preparation for it i'm just going to be a busted ass mate
0: man that's it hey you gotta do the stretches these days otherwise you just fucking <laughs> can't walk the next day man
1: Dude, you got one year left before you're thirty. You're, you're cruising, mate. It's, as oh, soon as yeah. like thirty hits, there's some sort of little tweak in your in your um, in your skeletal and and and
0: muscular system, and you're just gravity's killing you, man. Gravity's yeah, putting dude. you back down to earth. <laughs> gravity's killing me right now. I've got a fucking um, abscess in my right knee under my medial meniscus, which has a little tear in it. I've had that for shit. a few years, yeah, dude, it was just, like, it fucking causes me a fair bit of grief every now and then, but, um, like, skating, I sort of had to, like, I've chilled a fair bit on it, but getting back in the water, it, uh, helps it a fair bit, but, um, as soon as I get, like, flexed, or my legs just fucking curl over and touch my back, man, my knees, like, <laughs> the next day, I'm fucking struggling to walk for a little bit, which sucks. Does it so, yeah, blow up,
1: like, fully ballooned?
0: No it doesn't blow up it's just quite like it's the tear in the meniscus that um hasn't really fully healed and the abscess behind it because I guess it never really teared that or never really healed that well mm. um, so yeah it's just like it, you can just feel something in there and it's just a yeah, kind of a not an overwhelming pain but just annoying like and it's sort of constantly there
1: no no the injuries that you have throughout your life and you Constantly trying to battle them as you go through the years, just realizing it's all management. It's all management. Oh
0: man, that's a Gotta start Intent. like doing yoga or something like Louie.
1: I know, man. Him. Yeah,
0: yeah
1: he's, he's next level, isn't he? Some he's got the, it down, eh? Oh, some of the positions he gets himself into and how ripped and buffy he is these days.
0: Yeah, I was watching like one of his yoga videos not too long ago actually and I was just like, man, he can like fucking break his back and just like walk away from it. It's crazy.
1: Mm, I think um, he also. I, I don't think I know he, he went through a very serious uh, hip complication only yeah. of the last three or four years, and he's finally come good to a stage now where he's back. Um, in uh, I think, like you know, without talking directly, around hundred mm-hmm. percent, and bro, you can see he's hungrier than ever. Ever like he's a
0: oh he's yeah a man a, mountain injury just made him hungry. Hey, yeah, I think I remember yeah. reading something about him like having a tear in his hip or something like that, which sounds absolutely fucking brutal. Um. Yeah, it was.
1: Actually, um, I actually got to post, you know, I don't want to give uh, the rival mag too much of a shout out, but uh, <laughs> on, on, on one of our movement uh, write-ups, we we covered some of his recovery and he wrote out some painstakingly um, serious kind of notes on, on, on how his, his injury progressed and how he dealt with all the um, the issues that, that arose and all these feelings and emotions and and he he's he, he writes very well and and the way he portrayed his experience was 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 mind-boggling really like and and it's probably a common occurrence not so much in the hip injury he had but for a lot of other people and athletes out there and when you kind of hear it placed down on um, paper or you know on a digital screen and you, you can you feel the words kind of jump off the page towards you. So he's, um, oh, of course, he's man. definitely been
0: through the ringer, though, kid. Yeah, dude, definitely. Especially, like, the age he is, like, and in his career, he's still, like, at the fucking, you know, early stages of his career in my eyes, man. Like, he'll just keep going, I reckon. Yeah, for sure. And
1: he's definitely Pete Bergen. Like, he's he's got skill, a skill set that not many people have acquired over their lives. Yeah. So he's... Oh, um, Definitely. He's legit. Talk about injuries, man. What's the worst injury you've had whilst bodybuilding?
0: Oh, fuck. Man, I had braces for like two years, and the amount of times i just fucking staple your lips to your braces was... I don't know how many times I did that. Um, but fuck. Uh, did
1: I you have braces... Um, sorry to interrupt you, but did you have braces when you went to Hawaii?
0: No, thank fuck.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was going to um, say, watch you back over your clip, that, um, that edit when you were sponsored by... QCD and I'm None and Stoke Factory. That um, there was a couple of whippy revs in there and backies, man, that definitely had some G-forces going through the body.
0: Oh, did yeah. Just being like a little kid that weighs like fucking 50 kilos, you know, you just get flung around a fair bit. But it was tech.
1: It was super tech.
0: Yeah, fuck. I wish you could go back to uh, surfing that way, eh? Hey? <laughs> oh,
1: man, just, I don't just just It just doesn't work these days. Nah, you'd be getting back in there. But you you've got, sound like you've got too much going on with um a lot of your filming and your skating and and you you're also a social worker.
0: Yeah, dude. So I support worker. Support <clears throat> yeah. worker. Yeah, yeah. So I work for a company called uh, Head Start ABI, and um yeah we support like uh, people with acquired brain injuries, and yeah it's really good actually
1: wow and what's um without divulging too much personal information from your clients like what what, what kind of what's the regular um if there is su- such a thing like a regular occurrence or regular injury you um commonly come across in your job
0: oh man like you know have to be um motorbike accidents and car accidents would probably be the uh the top one but you know your range like the stories just range and yeah they you know can be quite sad but <clears throat> in the end like um the people we work with are amazing and yeah that's what makes the job worth going to um so yeah it's yeah would have to be probably car accidents i'd say is the most common um common accident people face i reckon and have you know mm. end up with a acquired brain injury from
1: and so how do you rehabilitate them from that position
0: uh well so like i'm like i just do support work so um like a lot of the, uh, the people i support they've like would they go to, like, a, I guess you'd call it, like, a, I don't know, rehabilitation centre for, um, you know, you have to learn how to, like, read again, write again, talk again, walk again, like, in some cases, um, yeah, it's just, yeah,
1: pretty full on. That's super full Is there any times your job kind of comes too much, becomes too much?
0: Um, well, like, you know, there's always, like, you know, get hard days sometimes, but, uh, in the end, it's always fucking, it's always worth going to work, like, I've never really had a, a bad day, I'd say, like, <laughs> definitely been tough days, but, um, yeah, I've never walked away from there and been like, fuck, I don't want to go back to work or anything, so, yeah, I guess, majority of the time, you know, it's, um, like, you're doing, like, work, jobs and stuff, but, um, companionship is, like, the main sort of thing, uh, like, you know, you've form relationships and friendships and you get to know people and like it just becomes like hanging out with a friend pretty much um which is fucking sick I can't believe I get paid to do that
1: <laughs> that's all, awesome and how did you how did you get yourself into this line of work
0: uh so I've kind of been doing it off and on, <clears throat> pardon me for like the last like six years um <clears throat> I worked at uh like a private sort of hospital here in, or in Stockton just across from Newcastle uh, for like two and a half, three years. And, um, yeah, that place was pretty gnarly, which was like just the facilities and stuff was super old. And, um, yeah, over the past like four years it's been closed and, you know, all the residents were relocated into like brand new group homes and stuff, uh, which is awesome. And now they can, you know, access the community so much more. Um, which just makes it, like, you know, super worthwhile for them in the end. Because, <clears throat> yeah, over at Stockton, it was kind of pretty isolated for, you know, getting around and stuff. Um, but now, you know, people are out in group homes all over Newcastle and, like, the Hunter area and stuff, so they can just get out and about, which is sick.
1: That's epic. So the infrastructure's been updated, more money's been placed in the industry, Yeah, and yeah it's kind of been recognised as something super important. Mm. Yeah, lovely, man. Um, so going back to Nelson's Bay and, 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 and Boxy, the infamous Boxy, and, and all the different um, other little nooks and crannies around the joint, what's the um, vibe like in the community now? Like, how's, how's bodyboarding sitting in the, um, the sphere of things, you know? Because obviously we can all recognise as a bodyboarding community we've had a bit of a, a downward slump. We might be in a slight recession, so to speak. Yeah, <laughs> um, true. And, you know, we're trying to bring Bougain back, obviously. Um, yeah, definitely. What's the vibes uh, around the around the bay at the moment?
0: Um, like, <clears throat> well, I've definitely only sort of been... I've been going back up to the bay recently, like, definitely over the last two months. I've been up there, I don't know, probably, like, four or five times. Um, and it's really cool to see, like, uh, there is, like, a younger generation who are really into Bougain up there, which is sick. And, um, yeah, they're starting to, like, you know find their roots and really come up and stuff which is awesome they're out there like hassling everybody which is sick <laughs> showing the older boys what's going on um, but yeah it's kind of like i don't know being fully out of the loop for like the last couple of years especially it's like i've sort of come back into it and gotten really keen on bodyboarding again and sort of like like, um, got on the internet and tried to, like, look up some new vids and stuff like that, and I was kind of, like, bummed on how much content there wasn't, um, Mm. around from the last couple of years, but it seems like Boogan is on the come-up again, and, like, it's starting to get a really strong following, and you see, like, you know, car park at Boxy on the weekend's packed, and fucking heaps of new faces in the water, which is really good to see, like, you know, as much as it is to, uh get the hassle on which sucks but <laughs> everyone does that
1: yeah for sure so, man yeah. for sure i, we all, I think we we're also chatting off here previously about the increase in um, the general population of, of, yeah, of surfers is. and bodyboarders mm-hmm. and when all, all of our beaches now are just jam-packed with people who are keen after covid to embrace the sport which is obviously going to bring positives and negatives i guess oh,
0: always but yeah like Overall, I reckon it's a massive positive to see new people in the sport and getting amped on it, and, you know, they're going to be the ones that, like, hopefully fucking continue it on and, yeah, do new things yeah. with it even, which would be sick.
1: Yeah, definitely. New moves, new ways of approaching waves, different lines, yeah. trying to, you know, out, out outsmart the, uh, the greatest of all time.
0: That's it, man. Progression
1: progression yeah that's what that's what we need i could i really think humans do thrive on it without progression you become stale and it's stagnate it's just hard when you get older to see the other people underneath you 10 times better than you already with a 10 year age gap it just brings you down Tony <laughs> yeah it gets you a little bit of my poor knee man you have ah. gotta put your you gotta put your ego in the in the corner and just realize it's for
0: the best yeah or you can just blame the injuries eh?
1: Yeah, oh man, back in the day, man, this wouldn't happen, no That's way, it. No. oh my, back in the 20s. <laughs> um, are you still booging a bit, or are you mainly filming down the bay these days, or up in the bay, sorry?
0: Yeah, like, um, the last couple of swells we've had, well like, the whole East Coast seems to have had a pretty sick winter hey? with, um, what's it called, El Nino or whatever. Yeah, La Nina, El Nino, La- I just yeah, can't I keep did. up, babe. I can't keep up with them, I get them mixed up all the time. Oh, me too. Uh, The East Coast seems to have had a a pretty good smacking over winter, which was fucking cool to see, hey. And it was really good to, like, be up at Boxy and experience those swells. And um, I tried to get in the water as much as I could, hey. And fucking... I don't really last that long anymore, like, my knees and fucking cramping up and shit like that. I've definitely got to, you know, start stretching a bit myself. Um, But, yeah, I've tried tried to surf pretty much every time. There was a swell probably, like, two weeks ago, um, a lot of that footage from the wedge former clip is from that sort of swell, and, um, there was one day there, I think it was the Monday, and it was just, like, boxy was, like, six, maybe seven foot, just crazy, and, uh, the boys went out, and I just filmed, because I was, like, man, I just don't have the, the fitness to handle that right now, hey, (laughs) hopefully again in the future, but, yeah, fuck, I would just get crushed by one of those sets and drowned, I think, <laughs> at this point. Yeah,
1: and you, you are speaking about a pretty heavy beach break, too. It's not like just strolling down to your local, you know, if, if you're in Newcastle, Merriweather or something, and just cruising out. It's like you're surfing a, a, a wedge of consequence.
0: Oh, dude, definitely. Like, it is so shallow there, man. Over the last, like, couple of times I've been there, uh, I myself have smacked my head on the sand, which fucking freaked me out. I, like, saw stars and shit and um yeah I come up just going fuck that was so close but um another guy from Newcastle he actually had like he just got folded on this wave and he must have just got driven headfirst into the sand and he just got crunched hey and like um grazed his face and come up and he was just so dazed and confused like it was really scary to see he was probably like so lucky he didn't break his neck um, yeah, well, man, yeah. it's,
1: it's, it's your, your comments are kind of ringing a bell in my head because I can't remember how long ago it was now, maybe maybe half a decade to a decade, which I know five years is quite a large span, so don't <laughs> get me exact oh, on the dates.
0: Oh, dude, but, um, I suck at dates.
1: Yeah, fuck, time goes too quick, man, I can't keep up. But um, Lily Pollard broke her neck uh, neck yeah. or back, you know. Oh, it, yeah. It, 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 Again, like, both as serious um, as each other. Down at Mystics only on, like, a one- to two-foot day, supposedly, in just the wrong place, wrong time, shallow sand.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's always a gamble, like.
1: (laughs) Always, for sure. And bodyboarding gets you in pretty awkward positions sometimes. Like, if you're coming down off an invert and you over-rotate or you get caught in the lip and and you're getting driven down, it's just a a matter of time for... shallow rock or you know a shallow sandbar and and that your time not not saying it's gonna be up but you're gonna have to pay penance from time to time
0: oh definitely man speaking of inverts as well like the last surf i had at boxy i managed to get a pretty sick fucking little invert bowl and it sort of flung me out to the flats and i just kind of wasn't like anticipating the landing and uh when i landed man i landed so hard that I fucking face-planted my board, and same thing, come up again, like, riding out of the wash, sort of, like, dazed and confused, seeing stars, just going, fuck, dude, that was lucky. Like, so, yeah, you, you never really know. Like, you think you're sweet, you're in the air, you're coming down, and the next minute, just bang, like, anything can fucking happen.
1: Yeah, it's insane. I think uh, the impact and the force that bodyboarders cop on a regular basis uh, can be so much more startling than it looks from you know say from an onlooker's perspective uh oh, looking down yeah. the beach or something they don't realize what what's actually happening and especially where you land in the way like as you just mentioned the flats like yeah, unbroken water you know you've been popped out and really the amount of air time if you're getting like deep enough a three-foot wave and an invert if you've timed it properly you're not just going up you're going out so it's a yeah. diagonal kind of like angles which you're getting um you know, projected out of the lip. When you're when you're landing like you you've um you haven't got much cushion around you at times, you know, it can be like a, a better concrete. So
0: that's Yeah, just, that's it, man. You land it's with kind of unspoken. Force.
1: Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then you also gotta to think too, imagine um all those all those nuts air guys and surfing at the moment trying to to land air versus or, you know, crazy alley-oops or like well, whatever it is just on unbroken water like i've just recently um purchased uh that um up to book from um phil gallagher and noah dean
0: oh true and,
1: bro like it, it, and the reason i mention it because you know he's he's also right in the bodyboarding noah and phil's obviously yeah. a, an absolute legend cronulla and, and yeah, he's Dad. done everything in, in, in bodyboarding that anyone can do And some of the positions that Noah gets himself in on a a fiberglass stand-up board and the way he approaches waves as like a bodyboarder would to hit a ramp is just mind-blowing.
0: Yeah, man. He's crazy good, eh?
1: Oh, man. Crazy good. Like, I've witnessed a couple of sessions out at Nuggin with him and... Every time he hops on a wave, you don't know what he's going to do, how he's going to approach it. Is he going to lay down and get bowed as, as a bodyboarder? Is he going to stand up and launch off like an incoming four-foot section that most boogs would kind of shy away from hitting? Like, yeah, dude, it. that's it. He has
0: no fear when it comes to fucking hitting those crazy sections. Like no, none at all, man.
1: Like it's kind of like I don't know if he gets injured or not, but he um yeah, kind of balls to the wall stuff.
0: Yeah, fully.
1: And I, I think, like le- leading to the next point, when you look at a surfer like that who's got bodyboarding inspirations and influences, then it kind of comes back into bodyboarding too, because you know each sport bounces off each other. saying surfing being the the older brother of the of the situation, and, and bodyboarding being the younger brother, so to speak, because yeah, yeah. being only born just over a decade. Uh, um, Half a century ago, sorry. Yeah. And strange. surfing, suppose, being around for 2,000-odd years with the Tahitians and the Polynesians out on the islands. Yeah. Like, you can see that both in this modern era need each other because, going back to progression, they push each other so much when, like, you know, back, say, 10, 15 years ago, kind of bodyboarding, or maybe even 20 years ago now, bodyboarding had it over surfing because they were... Pushing heavier waves. They were searching out and finding remote yeah. parts of the coast to go get slabs We were doing bigger Discovering and those
0: slabs and yeah, that was fucking that was a gnarly time for bodyboarding. Eh? It was like early oh, 2000s like
1: For sure late in like 1990s too. the whole team yeah, yeah.
0: Late 90s man. Yeah fucking all, yeah, dude 100% Yeah, it's
1: it's insane, but I Back to my point, like the progression of it, I think it just comes in ebbs and flows. And right now, we might have been at that, you know, almost like a cryptograph, so to speak. You've got yeah, like dude, definitely. highs it's and lows, crazy. and everyone freaks out when you've got that, that low point, but there's always going to be another peak or a bull run, so to speak.
0: Oh, 100%. It's so crazy when, like, it's so good to see, like, dudes like Shane Ackerman and shit just pushing it in those bigger waves, too, like, taking it to the, you know, pushing it to the absolute limits and then like turning eyes in the surf community and people like you know recognizing him for being fucking the craziest cunt that he is and like you know i've seen him on popping up on like fucking youtube all the time in like um i think it's like nathan florence's like edits and stuff maybe yeah, of, like yeah joe poo and shit on the Cobra red days and stuff like that it looks fucking insane man yeah, and, and I, I
1: think that that footage really does do it justice because that raw POV, POV footage, sorry, of that GoPro stuff is so intimate, and you can kind of see how small the takeoff zone is, how much energy oh, yeah. is getting focused in on that reef, and then Shane's yeah. just, without any tow assistant, just going, I'm just going to paddle, paddle into this in. 15 <laughs> foot or this, you know. Arguably sometimes if you're measuring on the front of the faces or the the back of the faces of the wave, any between fifteen and twenty foot man. Like it's numb. Oh dude,
0: easy, man. They're the fucking thickest monsters out there, hey. Yeah. That one that he um he paddles into and gets like he just gets bounced at the bottom of the wave. And um like when he's taking the drop, it's I keep I watched it in like slow motion and I was like, man, he's like gonna make this and just there's so much force in that wave. And he just like fucking he got smoked, obviously, but he would have just popped up and paddled back out like that's just just crazy. If that was me I would fucking probably never get back in the water again.
1: <laughs> I know, I know. And I think that's um, where his mindset's so so different. I know, um, talking to Shane a couple of times that he's well into um, Spearfishing and free diving and um, catching crays and lobbies and, and yeah. holding his breath for long periods of time enjoys yeah. being out in the ocean. He gets yeah such all a about thrill. the ocean, yeah, yeah and such a thrill and um, and spike of, I guess dopamine every time he's in a life threatening situation and it's obviously why he keeps going back to the well.
0: Oh, definitely, man. Yeah, dude, that shit is just crazy. Like the waves he chooses to surf as well, and like how much he just keeps pushing the size of how he can surf them is just ridiculous
1: yeah it's definitely i want to see more of
0: it yeah
1: yeah i know i I think we 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 all secretly do down down inside i think obviously there there is a small factor of i hope he's going to be okay and he's going to live past the age of 40 but at the same time you're like keep doing it it's so sick
0: yeah man if you love it keep going (laughs) i'll happily watch
1: oh man yeah for sure yeah i'm definitely keen to to uh let that one slide through to the keeper that that, oh, that 20 that. footer <laughs>
0: yeah. give it to the master eh? yeah definitely definitely
1: um well sweet man like we might wrap this up if 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 you're cool with that
0: yeah dude for sure i probably just well, rambled fuck. on for like fucking 40 minutes nearly about no nah, man <laughs>
1: dude not rambling at all i was i was super into that and i'm you well, know, Stoke. That's that's our first riptide potty, and and we've um, we've got the ball rolling. There's been many more to come.
0: Yeah, dude, I'm glad you boys have uh, got the mag going again, and yeah, there's good things to come.
1: Yeah, I, I can't take too much credit there. I'm kind of just just taking one part of the of the team forward in regards to some riding and potties. But you've got both um, Elliot Williams and Elliot Butler at the helm at the moment, and they're they're the driving force they're loving it so it's it's good to have um riptide in in good hands and you know as the slogan says bring back boogan
0: yeah dude definitely bring it back <laughs> <mate>. <laughs> all right sick. tony man
1: lovely speaking to you bro you too man thanks guys keep well man
0: you too Bye. it was all a pipe dream watching body brought up on tv Deep at Reef, watching tension repeats, eating bakery feeds at 18, living the dream with no sunscreen, yeah we were so keen.